My uh, my wife and I, this is how well this podcast is going. We went to a restaurant last night, and when the waiter read off the specials, I didn't even ask him how much it cost. I just Ooh, just market ordered price. the special. I said, that sounds good. Yeah, I gave him my two weeks notice. <laughs> so I'm all in. <laughs> I hope you didn't do that. You got a kid coming. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we used to work together. I'm Scott Lesser, and joining me on the show today are my co-hosts and former co-workers, John Mosesman. What's up, what's up, what's up? What it do, baby boo? And a fellow who is still crying from a very big purchase he had today. Why don't you tell us about that lawnmower purchase, Brian Ketron? Oh, neat. Just going to jump right into this again huh uh-huh, so uh-huh. last episode i got blasted in a minute and a half now we're at 30 <laughs> seconds yeah i like the rhythm neat, of it neat yeah but also scott it was actually a very emotional story <laughs> so back off but i'm assuming you are you want me to to pour my humility out right here i would like to hear it i feel like i like this every week a new bcat story <laughs> oh good <laughs> right <laughs> Well, so the, the, the long story short is basically my wife and I have been shopping for a mower for quite some time. And she is, is very high on this whole electric mower thing. And I was on the gas mower thing. Hmm. So anyway, she finally convinced me we've been saving up because electric mowers are expensive. <laughs> and so she convinced me to do it. We go and literally uh, I get there and I see the price tag. And guys, it is significant. And as I was standing there trying to to ponder if I was actually going to make this purchase, I literally get a text message from somebody and they're like, hey, for the extra work you've been doing on this project and stuff, I wanted to send you a little little bonus. It was for the exact amount of the lawnmower. And so I'm standing there looking at this mower and a uh, employee walks over and she's like, are you okay? You everything fine? I'm like, no. (laughs) Are you injured? (laughs) No, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Can you lift this mower for me? Uh, So yeah, I broke down right there in Lowe's looking at lawnmowers and that's what Scott's referring to. Well, that's the best place to break down and look even less manly is the hardware store. You, I'm already you, so intimidated and emasculated anytime I'm in there. That would just seal it. <laughs> you, you you would think that I would, you know, it, by being there, it might have like negated the weeping, but it, it made it worse. Everybody knew that I didn't belong. <laughs> and you, you forgot to mention another cool part of it. The reason I even found out was you kind of tweeted out a little teaser that you were oh. crying at the hardware yeah, this, store. This is the juiciest part. So I I tweet and I say, hey, uh, standing at Lowe's crying while looking at a, at a mower, no big deal, or something like that. And I don't tag Lowe's or anything. I just say their name. But like an hour later, I have this conversation with Lowe's and they're like, well, we're glad it was a happy cry. Tell us about it. And I literally <laughs> spend the next like, you know, 30 minutes DMing or not DMing, but tweeting back and forth with Lowe's. So, Oh, really? I didn't even know that part. Yeah, it was, it's good. If you just, uh, Oh, here we go. Here's a plug. You ready guys? They won't even know that I'm doing it, but yeah, if you guys go to just at Brian Ketron on Twitter, you can see it or Scott could use his handle at 
OKC Scott or mm-hmm. even John Mosesman, you might follow him over at uh oh, John Mosesman. Is that what it is? I forgot. <laughs> it is John Moses Man. Real easy. That's and if you guys nap. go to Lowe's.com backslash we used to work together, you can get one percent off your mowers today. That's also, from us only to if you. you. Cry. Only if you <laughs> cry. But also don't expect the one percent off. So, so somebody tell tell the folks at home what they're doing here and what the heck they're listening. This is not the uh <laughs> tool the Tim Man Taylor that was bad uh reference, but <laughs> tell them what's going on. Well, I'm not sure we know what's going on, but <laughs> Judging by that pause. <laughs> yeah. So this is We Used to Work Together, um, a show celebrating just the random things we used to talk about when we worked together. And yep. Uh, yep. it was such great content, we felt compelled to share it with everyone else. Yeah, and so that's kind of what we do every week, is we find some some topic, some loose topic, and we bring it to the table, and we chit-chat about it. And we hope to distract you like we used to all of our coworkers. And this is going to be this is going to be episode two for us. This is a well, I guess you've recorded like fifteen or twenty episodes, but this is going to be the second one that we sub- actually submit, actually publish. Um, and as we speak, we're in the approval process, and I've had butterflies refreshing all week just waiting for apple pod i've actually gone to apple podcasts and searched for us have you guys done that yet oh yep. every day <laughs> i want to find it before you and send it to you but it's yeah. never there oh i've that would be great i've al- i've also already started spending money that i don't have well in, the ad dollars are going to roll in i've yeah. heard that this is a very lucrative thing for yeah, everybody it, for i'm future proofing the amount of money we're going to make off of this thing by spending it already my uh, my wife and I, this is how well this podcast is going. We went to a restaurant last night, and when the waiter read off the specials, I didn't even ask him how much it cost. I just, Ooh, just ordered price. the special and said, that sounds good. The number three will just nail it. Thank you. <laughs> this place didn't have yeah, numbers, I okay? <laughs> so I'm all in. <laughs> I hope you didn't do that. You got a kid coming. <laughs> so, Scott, I uh, I thought about you this week. Another uh, oh. shared shared interest of ours. So I feel like we've had pretty nice weather recently, which is mm. kind of I think mm. shocking for Oklahoma. Usually it goes yeah. from very cold to very hot. So I've been been sitting outside a lot, just kind of taking it in. And today I saw my first yellow jacket. Oh, don't you? T- okay, so you, that was very good uh, storytelling because you took me on a little bit of a journey. I thought we were going to talk about the outdoors or something, something that I love. Nope. Nope, something that I fear. It sucks. I can't go outside till November. <laughs> yeah, well, we're done, it's folks. Over. First yellow jacket sighting. <laughs> what, what, what you need to know about Scott also is that he doesn't have like like he doesn't like isn't afraid of things a little bit. He's mm-hmm. either not afraid yeah, of the pendulum them swings or he he is terrified and breaks down like a child whenever he interacts with a fear. And knocks down children. So it's, it is not safe meat for shields. anybody. Yeah, it's <laughs> meat shields. They can so, absorb the blows. So I've been stung three times minding my absolute own business. And so yeah, that's if a bang. any wasp comes near me, there will be like the cartoon John shaped hole in the wall as I'm just, <laughs> just gone. Paper Clothes are gone. Yes. <laughs> I'm out. And I've looked very dumb. When, speaking of lawnmowers, Beacon, I've looked very dumb. Mowing my lawn, going down like a 
like a like the side of the house where it's kind of confined. You know, you got mm-hmm. the brick wall and you got the fence. Mm-hmm. A bee flies at me, and I just, <laughs> I've literally turned around and sprinted the other way just across the yard. <laughs> hey, that guy's done mowing. <laughs> <laughs> and then try to you know play cool. Like, oh, anyone see that? No. Okay, we're good. We're good. There's there's <laughs> the thought I've had. <laughs> there's a thought I've had before. I don't actually know if I'm like allergic to like bees or wasps because I've never been stung in my life, and I'm I'm. That's the only wow. part that makes me a what little a nervous. <laughs> I, I, for real, I don't even know that I know people other than you guys who have actually been stung. For real. For real. You I've been, I've been. Like John, I've been casually stung where it's like people are like, if you don't bother them, they won't bother you. And it's yeah, like, that's there not is, right at all. There's, yeah, there is no trust between me and Wasp and John t- to the same. Like if, if I am mowing and I'm in the zone and I don't know what just buzzed by me, it could be just a fly that was flying mm-hmm. around but i'm not I'm, taking any chances and i'm gone and it I've was still a fly <laughs> i've seen this happen with scott before of like <laughs> like fake bugs on the floor or whatever and him just dying all right fellas well uh i've got one question for you when you woke up this morning did you say to yourself today i'm gonna talk or today i'm gonna skate So if you weren't on the last episode, weren't on it, or even listened to it, if you weren't one of us, <laughs> the three listeners we have, or if you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, I pitched the fellas on talking about one of my favorite movies, and that is Brink. Brink is a uh, Disney Channel original movie released, I think, like 1998, and essentially it's about a kid named Andy the Brink Brinkler, and he is an inline skater at the peak of inline skating popularity. And uh, he is faced with, so he's he's kind of a guy that really prides himself on skating for the fun of it. And when his family falls on hard times, he's kind of faced with the decision of giving up soul skating and selling out or sticking with his buds to try and win the championship. And so that's essentially what this movie is about. I don't want to spoil what happens, but um, what do you guys think? Well, so the the first thing we actually have to address is I when I was so we had to purchase this movie. You 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 don't get to watch this digital <laughs> Disney original. Yeah. You can't even bootleg it because there's no. only one person torrenting it. And, and so uh, there was something, and it may not be very funny to you guys, but it was like hilarious, gut wrenchingly funny to me. So when we <laughs> When we went to buy it, or we went when we went to rent it, we did it through like Amazon Fire Stick thing, their store or market or whatever. To rent it, two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. To buy it, four ninety nine. <laughs> Normally, it's <laughs> like buy? way more. What? Did you buy? No, I only rented it. It wasn't worth the two dollars. Oh. I mean, like, <laughs> I think I bought. Yeah, I figured I could always go back and spend the four ninety nine if I wanted. To. <laughs> once your once the ad money's rolling in, we'll go back. But it just well, it I think, killed me. It killed me. It was so funny. Well, I think the most amazing thing is that somehow three out of three wives also watched it. Oh, Podcast has taken over. That's true. What what were the consensus of the wives? My my wife wanted to be on the podcast because she thinks. She could do better than us. That's what she said. Could you go get her and yeah? Let me just step, step her up. So based off of what, based off of the content so far, mean, I 
I, I think that all of our <laughs> wives could talk about this better than we're currently talking about. Yeah, it's probably accurate. It's probably accurate. What so did you- mine was kind of, I got a lot of like looks of like, can you believe this? Mm-hmm. A lot of, I mean, the lines are pretty cheesy, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and it was, so here was the other thought that both of us had was we could have been actors in the nineties because <laughs> some of it so i can't remember his name the he's one of the friends though he's kind of like the jordy do what jordy okay so he's not the like the the close friend he's like the the yeah okay yeah dude he was so bad there's probably a reason he Grace, became don't you friend. know it's like so many miles away Dude, he he <laughs> was rough, but it gave me hope. Actually, uh, it gave me hope. So my, I think my number one question the entire time was, did they pick these people because they can actually skate? Like, how mm-hmm. much of that was them versus stunt doubles? I think it was pure stunt doubles. So I, I that was that was another takeaway I had that was beautiful. Is the like the classic nineties cut like cut together with the the stunt double thing because one of the other things is quality was so low back then i say so low easy but the 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 actual picture quality was like so much lower that you could get away with so much more Mm. yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) but i actually made a note of after i watched the movie i thought did jordy ever skate did I ever see him do one <laughs> one move even? <laughs> because I remember, I remember his close friend. He was desperately trying to pull off what was it, the five forty? Yes. Yeah. The whole movie was around everyone giving him advice. Mm. Which, spoiler alert, he crushes it later. But mm. it was like he's talking about it, the X Blades are talking about it. Gabriella's giving him advice. It's just like, and he was never even getting close to it. Uh, but I, and I remember Gabri- Gabriella obviously doing some stuff, but I was like, afterwards, I was like, who was that other guy? Did he ever skate? I <laughs> <laughs> did some con- like commentary here and there, but for the most part was completely unnecessary. So the movie pretty much opens up with, uh, you know, right away, we're jumping into the skating action, um, no character development. Uh, and we join our soul skaters in the pit where the X blades showed up. And in my head, I'd remembered the X-Blade branding being a little bit sicker than it was. I don't remember them wearing <laughs> yellow tank tops with like black long sleeves. The first thing we have to address, and, and this has to be, this has to be intentional. But I text Scott and JMO in the middle of it. And I was like, guys, their shirts are spelled the, the letter <laughs> X. That's fine. That was cool in the 90s. But then it was uh, big X, big old X. But then it was B L A D Z. If you were to spell blades, is that how you would spell blades, or would it include an E? Blads. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Blads. This is so. This movie, I think we we kind of chatted about it like off show. Was this thing was a little bit ahead of its time, and I think that you know you see a lot of startups dropping the vowels now. This is one of those <laughs> like inspirations for, you know, all those, the startups to come out in the, the 2018s and 2019s by dropping skater the with no E. Yeah, exactly. Mm, and so. did you guys, there was an, another moment where um, Brink is like running through his house 
and he yells to his dad or his family, yo, what's up, fam? As he's like, <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. Running late. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what's up, fam? What's good, fam? In the like late 90s? <laughs> yeah, dude, I heard it. And I, I had the same thought, but I kept it to myself because I was terrified that I was just. You were the only one getting excited about it. Yeah. What's up, fam? Yeah. Well, there was also some. There's also like kind of a. I don't even know what you call it. Like women empowerment theme yeah. that was there, which was totally. I was kind of shocked to find in a '90s movie. Yeah, like when they're about to. Okay, so okay, let's jump to that. So there's obviously a natural rivalry here between Soul Skaters and the X Blades, and it things boil over quickly at school. We have ourselves a straight up illegal street race on <laughs> school grounds, and I this is so this is one of the scenes that like when I think about Brink, this one is like always in my head. Um, because it just like was so epic and it for me lived up to it. Did, what did, I mean, were you guys hyped during it? Oh, yeah. So there was, there was only, so I had seen this movie as a kid and there was only two parts I remembered and this was one of them. And I won't spoil the end of the movie, but the like, the kind of last scene, not the last scene, but the last sort of competition was a, the, the mm-hmm. two things I remembered and they're very similar yeah, in yeah. nature. But during the, uh, like we were talking about, John, when they are doing like the intro for the race, they're like explaining how a relay works, which is pretty awesome. Uh, (laughs) And they're like, and then you, when he tags the next next racer and that one guy's like, or she. (laughs) Yeah. Or just a lot of comments, even just, I can't even remember what he said. But yeah, so for me, I think the kind of overall highlights was like plot played out acting terrible but the <laughs> skate scenes were pretty good yeah Dang. i thought that they felt pretty authentic yeah i yeah I, uh, so it took the, the other thing that could be kind of interesting here and and the old man jokes aside there is a decent gap between like john and scott as far as like what they would have experienced and for me i was kind of this was like right in the middle probably for scott too was like right in the middle of like our childhood and so mm-hmm. it brought back all the feels all mm-hmm. the feels. Mm-hmm. this was one of my favorite like disney originals yeah so on that exact note i was doing some googling and complex magazine did their like top 30 disney channel original movies they had brink number one it really? doesn't surprise number me number one people I mean, I was after the movie, we were just kind of flipping through all the, the titles and just, you know, I would remember one or my wife would remember one. And we'd just be like, oh, you remember how like, you know, it's basically these three things in the plot. But there was a I'd forgotten how many original movies I'd watched over and over as a kid. Yeah, they cranked them out for a bit. Yeah, because even the girl like his sister was in Smart House, which is another one that I right, loved. Right. Yeah. Smart and that, so that got me like wondering what. Like, what happened to these people? I mean, they're obviously, it was not very good, but like, they just disappeared. Absolutely disappeared. Literally, this is something I do every single time, but I did it like, it it was a dark, like, two-hour spiral after this movie. (laughs) So anytime I watch a movie and I, like, get interested in it, I especially, like, movies that are, like, loosely based on history, which uh, I'm assuming this is a historical. Which Brink is. Yes, a historical piece. (laughs) But anyway, I, I, dude, I get on the IMDb and I'm, I know their life's like history after that. And I ended, here's the mostly the funny part of the story is that I ended up 
on uh, Even Stevens and watching mm-hmm. interviews with Ren from Even Stevens. Oh, Ren Stevens, get at me if you're out there. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you're married, Scott. <laughs> It's fine. Our wives don't listen. Our wife doesn't listen to this podcast, probably. <laughs> but, dude, what's up, not? dude? I, I, it, it's so funny what a, a Disney original where it can send you. Hmm. Um, did you see while well, on that journey? Did you see what our boy Eric Von Detten, aka the Brink? Did you see his IMDb? Did you peek into it? Yeah, it was it? like empty, right? Or are you remembering something specific? Yep. They pretty much all, honestly, all of them, it was like, none of these guys did anything ever, <laughs> but he was, he was the voice of Sid Phillips on the Toy Story movies. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I did see that. Sid? Like the main yeah. antagonist, Sid? Yeah. Wow. He's Sid oh my on gosh. Toy Story 1 go and, back and, and 3. Hear that again. I know. I was like, I can't even quite imagine it. And I hope I got that right because I could see that being wrong. <laughs> well, okay. on the on the note of getting things wrong, you know how great you are with names and it's becoming a motif, mm-hmm. but it's I believe it brink. is it is Brinker, not Brinkler. <sighs> no, no, no strong mm. L in there. Got him. Okay. So the question I think the question we gotta ask is did you were you a blader back in the day? I was actually so okay. I so this is dumb, but I thought I was. Um, I definitely <laughs> would have been a poser. Um, if there was a street race, I was down. So I played inline. I played street hockey and did like inline oh. racing and stuff. But I never did like I went to a skate park one time, hit my head one time without a helmet on and was done. <laughs> I, I jumped right into the half pipe. Like, oh, no. no, I was like, here we go. Let's do it. And then smashed my head on the way down. Dude. Oh, I've, no. I've tried a half pipe before and I did it on a bike and guys, I, I'm not exaggerating. The half pipe was three feet and I went in cause you have to like commit, you have to commit. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the problem. I kind of went in just kind of like, Oh, ooh, I ooh, went ooh. over the, I went over the handlebars sans helmet. <laughs> <laughs> so I have always been kind of tall. I've always had big feet. So I remember having this pair of two small, <laughs> Roller rollerblade set that hurt my feet <laughs> and uh never been great on the old i don't know low center of gravity thing uh-huh. so uh-huh. yeah i i fell a lot so, i did i distinctly remember kids in my high school though having the backpack with the like sleeve for the skates like this mm. so this era so 98 i would have been in middle school and that was like real life like kids coming to school on their skates with the skate backpack that like all of them had. So it definitely brought back the feels. Yeah, that was, it was really big. I mean, I, this isn't quite the same as like the inline stuff, but I, I remember having legitimately probably five birthdays in a row at the skating rink. Like that was, yeah, it was the jam. So, uh, in the movie after he's, you know, he's kind of like we mentioned he's faced with his, his dad has a back injury. We find out and he's on like long-term disability. We're not sure if he's going to get his job back. The family's struggling. And so Brink decides to take an open vacancy on the X blades team to make a little extra cash. And his dad, not knowing that he got that job, which he forbid him to do went and surprise, got him a different job, which is an odd surprise to do. <laughs> Um, and so I wanted to ask, so after that, the, the company he works for pup and suds, like a dog cleaner, dog grooming thing, they end up becoming the sponsor for his, um, 
his future skate team. And I was going to ask you guys what would have been like your sponsor. Like what was your first job back in like middle school, high school, that kind of thing. So this is not the direction you're going with that question, but hopefully it brings great joy to your heart. So mm-hmm. I went through a skater phase and I actually designed because oh. so I love like doing design and stuff. I actually designed a skate brand when I was a kid. I'm dead serious. Dog. I even remember as good as X Blads or better. Uh, <laughs> almost better. So and I still do images exist. So I could still can you find I can this? still draw the logo today. Like I see I can see it in my head right now. Now oh, check our social media that. people. What's going Guys, on? we're not even into the juicy part yet. So okay. this brand, <laughs> this brand that I came up with was called Fourth Dimension. <laughs> because have you ever heard of because it? I didn't know it existed. I didn't. And you were skating out of the 3D Dude, realm. I thought I was like on another level. And so the the brand was Wait, you didn't know what existed. The fourth dimension is a real thing. And <laughs> and I was like thinking like, dude, 3D's all there is. Fourth dimension got him. M night Shamalandum. <laughs> It's so, anyway, I, I, we will probably have to post it, but essentially the logo was a four that was like the, like the triangle four, you know, and when it came back, it made the D with the bottom part of the four. Oh yeah. You're definitely going to have to draw that. Oh, it's hundred percent. So my John, team would be called uh, team. Where did you, did you have a rocks. job in high school? John picking up rocks. Yeah. <laughs> team picking up rocks. Team so, picking up rocks. So, so my my uh, grandparents had this housing house development company, and they built houses. And so they they buy all this land, and then um, we, we would have to go pick up rocks because you can't like mow it, you can't do anything when there's all these like big rocks in there. And yeah, it wasn't paid. <laughs> <laughs> team pickup rocks get me in it's a soul skater for sure um mine would have been uh albertson's the grocery store but if i could have had my dream job in high school it would have been blockbuster video i applied there Ooh. every summer god that would have been so good and you got turned down oh yeah i never got a call back even <laughs> that would have actually been a legit brand for a skate <sighs> like a skate group back in the 90s so after, uh, you know, he turns down the team X blades long term, he decides he's got to get back with his boys. They start pupping suds up. They make it to the invitational, which I guess is just you show up. I don't know how they got in. They competed in zero contests uh, legitimately. That but, was dude that you're about to breeze over it. That was that was actually so there's you know, there's always plot holes, especially in movies. Uh-huh. That one bothered me. For uh-huh. real, like like this other team is like this paid team that's in all these competitions and doing all this stuff. Everything, and then the soul skaters are just in it. Yeah, they just show up and they're like relatively unknown. And the pack like, completely unknown. So Scott and I played organized sports. I assume JMO didn't, but you also aren't. Does the your... academic team count as an organized? <laughs> hey, there you go. I don't want to draw any hard lines, <laughs> but I'm just trying to get somebody on my team guys. Cause I've been against Scott and JMO the whole time. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to sports, but they, yeah, they, uh, 
I don't even know where I was going with my thought anymore. Well, oh, but yeah, them just like willy nilly adding teammates and taking teammates off. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Those were plot holes I couldn't. Is that is that like a classic sports ball team thing? The team rosters changing. There's drama. Yeah, but not really. Actually, that at a tournament. So this may be get cut because it's gonna be boring. But (laughs) (laughs) you were allowed to bring uh, like guest players when I played soccer. So like you could have players from other teams that weren't playing in the tournament play with you. And we had a guy play, and everyone knew he was playing with us. And so we, what we would do is we, we were switching jerseys during the game. So that way when he'd come back in, they were like, where's number 10? Even though he was like very obviously the tallest guy. It's like a 30-year-old Romanian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, legitimately. Uh, I think. And so he, uh, we ended up getting in like super big trouble because we didn't have him wearing his official guest player number. What's, what's great about that story is this whole rant I just went on with them adding and swapping players. I actually have been a guest player on a soccer team before and I had completely forgot until Scott started telling his plot story. Holes, real life. So no plot holes existed. It was a perfect movie. <laughs> you can get into any tournament by just showing up. Um, I felt like for me, the I, I felt myself getting like really, really, really into that competition. And I felt like it was the announcer that was like bringing a ton of legitimacy to it. And I remember as a kid, anytime I was doing something like this, like having to have the announcer's voice, either I was doing it or I was, it was playing in my head just to like really hype it up. Yeah, I get that. It actually, I, I thought something similar. I was like, okay, this, this seems somewhat legitimate. The guy's explaining, I mean, he's explaining all these moves that you probably don't know or are not watching enough to care about. I, I think he was describing real moves, right? Yeah, no, I think they're real, but I mean, you see a guy spin and they cut the camera so you don't see his face. And it's like, that was a 540. Oh, a 720 kickflip shove it to bone lister. <laughs> I think that was pretty accurate. You must have put I'll a lot of Tony Hawk. Pro Skater. There it is. Yeah. I, would say, I know oh, a lot of Ollie stuff. You, you guys sending me down a whole nother path. Tony Hawk Pro Skater was my favorite, favorite game. Favorite game for oh, years. For years. I think. I think that's the only sports. If you can consider that a sport, I can no offense of it. I'm just saying, like, if it's a, so, that's the only sports game I played. I think it was so good. Let me ask you guys: Did you like the soundtrack for the Brink movie? And did you happen to notice if they played ska ever? <laughs> <laughs> because if there wasn't ska playing in a scene, it was hard to track if it was still California or not. <laughs> well, dude, that they played. Oh boy, did they play into that California vibe hard? Oh, Brink, dude, uh, he was he was broing hard. Yeah, see, because you in the beginning you said you and your wife wondered if you could be if you could have acted in the movie, but you couldn't because you're missing one important part, and that's the hair. Oh, that's true. Man, the hair was very skater, very 90s, like very greased up. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I unfortunately have. So my hair is very curly and it only does either very short or it turns into an afro. But I've <laughs> always wanted to have like cool, bowl cut, longer hair. Cool and they both had it. Cut. Brink and what's what's the main antagonist name again? Val, which we haven't talked Val. about who who's the best character in the movie, oh but I digress. 
So did you guys, uh, have you guys ever watched the movie Little Giants? Have I ever watched Little Giants? Am I going to pick that next? Probably so just Now to... is Spike it's... from Little Giants. My worlds are colliding. So I, I need a minute. Okay. I, I don't think I've seen You've that. never seen Little Giants? No. Okay. Yeah, we're about to open a whole other can of worms, but I've not seen anything pop culture pre Lord of the Rings third movie in theaters. <laughs> you should know that because I've seen it before. One <laughs> twelve years old. <laughs> well, there were a couple of guys, uh, Val's like sidekick guy that has the earplugs. Shout out earplugs. Um, hmm. He uh, very nineties B kid has them, but it's not rattling him at all. Oh, um, not at all. Like after- <laughs> <laughs> that guy was also in Little Giants. Yeah, the that and that brings me to back to another great like moment in the opening scene when Brink, you know, he's cool, suave, handsome fella, and he's got those money, just absolute money headphones on with his. Oh, I, what would it have been a CD or a disc player? I don't even know. Yeah, I was trying to do the same thing. I think probably had to be a CD player. You think so? Yeah, probably well, late nineties. Yeah. Right. California vibes. Mm. Yeah, I love uh, how they in the beginning they they're like, "Oh, we're going to be late. We missed the bus." It's like, "Well, we could skate there." It's like, "No, it's too far." <laughs> no, it's too long. And then they do it. <laughs> it's like, didn't seem that hard. What do you guys think of the downhill? Either one of the downhill races, the one where Gabriella completely wipes out and the one where Brink takes a shortcut. I guess that was legal to win. Yes. Again, another plot hole that bothered me more than I was like, don't do it, Brink. Your integrity is intact. Oh, besmirched it. Yeah, it was it was fine. Apparently, through an alleyway. <laughs> I really I loved how they would always like catch up to each other, assuming that they're both like equally, basically equally fast. Like right. one would just right, take right, off, right. and it's like now we're back together. Whoa. Push him in the dirt. <laughs> oh, catch you. Well, it was, catch it, back was up. it was Mario Kart rules. If you're if you're in the back, you get a little you mm. get a little help okay. to get to the front. Get that computer assist on. Get the blue shell. <laughs> So in the end, um, Brink and his uh, Pup and Sud squad, they win. They get to hoist the trophy. They get offered to come, you know, skate for the Axe Blades. And they all sell out. And they all sell out because who wouldn't? (laughs) Those tanks off their dope. (laughs) I like that... uh, the the guy that's in charge of it is just wearing those like tint automatically glasses when you go outside, <laughs> like just making like a bright skill jumpsuit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Can he have the yellow jumpsuit oh, on? He had to. Team X Blade. So one of my one of my favorite scenes also is most everything I'm pretty sure was shot like on location, uh, like in a real house at a real skate park, whatever. <clears throat> but there, the one scene that's not, and it's it's wildly obvious that it's not is when he goes, when Brink goes to the, like uh whatever that guy's office is. And it's like, it looks like they put it in a like warehouse and then we're like, hmm, let's put some trussing up here. Evil genius lair. Yeah. And give him a desk and then put a <laughs> desk in there. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> no room for anything else. Yeah. I, I did think, it was just like funny to me that Val was like choosing the team. Like Val was running the tryouts. Val was choosing the team, but then they took him to this guy to let like let him. Yeah. Know, hey, Val's picked the new guy, and here he is. Yeah, it was it was odd, but boy. I've got a I've got a little tasty surprise for you guys. So 
I went to uh, Rotten Tomatoes and I scoured for some some quality reviews. Um, I was just going to read a sampling of them. I only have a few, but uh, so you know you can you can I guess on Rotten Tomatoes mark like not interested yeah. on a movie. So <laughs> I'm guessing that it prompts you when it's like not interested. And it's like why are you not interested? And someone put does not look interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they saw the cover. Nah, doesn't look interesting. <laughs> uh, another person put, uh, they rated it 2.5 stars and their review said, I remember this movie, LOL. <laughs> I love that. I love the comments that are just, they just don't even understand what a comment and review system is. have no help if you're trying to decide the watching. Loved it, one star. So uh, here we go again. John versus Scott in a classic way they review things so uh, so not uh, uh i remember being it was like one of our first trips we ever took together and we went to a restaurant or something and we left and scott spent the next five minutes given a nice two paragraph report on this show or on, on this show on this uh on this restaurant and I I gave him a little jab, a little haha, funny. Nobody does that, right? Got to get back to the community. And I got a good old dad talking from Scott about <laughs> <clears throat> if you're gonna go to a place and you enjoy it, you're gonna uh, like. Y- this is my. This is how I help the store out. Help other this people out. Here. Brian, you use reviews, and yet you're not leaving one. So mm-hmm. they they're consumer mindset i'm the guy who goes five stars and then just puts because (laughs) i remember this restaurant lol (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm the guy that just doesn't review like i'm I'm not doing okay well then you're more on my side two v two versus scott i'm happy i've got one more for you this one's the best one so this person they did like a little common sense media version at the end of their review where they kind of broke down things to to be if you're a parent to be aware of so this is their content concerns sex none five out of five not sure the rating system (laughs) nudity still none five out of five language one use of the h word and two misuses of god's name four out of five okay okay (laughs) quick question here daniel actually turned to me and said can you say that in a Disney movie? Bonus. What did he say? My wife said the same. Dead serious. Really? I, didn't, I missed it. What did he, when, it was, when did he drop it? It was near the was end. Dad was yeah, it was near yeah. the end. The cranky dad. Uh, it might have been during his talk, actually. You know, the talk in the garage. I feel like it was yeah, right, classic. I feel like it was mm. right around there. You know, to really drive home mm. the, the point of whatever it was. <laughs> it stuck okay, me. okay. So, drugs, none. Five out of five. Here it goes. It's going to pick up. Violence. Some of the extreme sports action leads to injuries, including one incident where scrapes are left on a skater's arm. 3.75 out of 5. We've got a fine-tuned decimal system. Frightening slash intense scenes. The scenes where the skaters get injured and a bit are a bit wince-inducing. 4 out of 5. Oh, final category, other. Brink and others show disregard for school rules by skating on the property. <laughs> Also, Brink goes behind his parents' back by skating for a sponsored team. 3.5 out of 5. Coming for an average score, 4.5 out of 5. So, actually, not that bad. <laughs> that's good. That's that's my mom right there, by the way. She's probably the one that left that review. <laughs> Very helpful. Some of the scrapes were wince-inducing. 
All right. Well, that about does it for Brink, unless you guys have any final thoughts. Oh, no. Are we going to dig out our rollerblades and break oh. ourselves? You, be down with if it. you don't think yes, I have a. If you think I don't have an Amazon order right now, <laughs> it's just in like, the cart. It's, it's you wouldn't spend, would spend two more dollars to own Brink, but you're going to buy roller skates. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I also I also do a weird thing where I don't like looking at inconsistencies in my like recently viewed. So I've already mm-hmm. removed it from the queue. Wiped <laughs> it from your history, Men in Black style. Yeah. Wait, that's the greatest movie of all time. So watch your mouth. Maybe we'll get to watch that one. Probably. Hey, speaking of, you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always Two catch me off guard. I'm leaving this in too. too. Where, where is it? There it is. Got it. Before we talk about the next episode, just know I'm I am forfeiting my control Fired. of this, and you'll, <laughs> no, you'll have a. Much- I'm making you. I'm making you smoke the whole pack of cigarettes <laughs> till you're sick and learn your lesson. You're gonna have your own soundboard until you get it. I have an outline right uh, in front of me, and it still surprises me every time. Oh man! So we are uh, last episode. Yeah, so last episode, I uh, I pitched you guys on Brink. Who's taking us this time? I got you. Mm, tell us what you guys did about this before. They're nervous. They're like, is he just going to wing this? And yeah, a little bit I am. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like in every person's life, there is a struggle between living a meaningful and purposeful life and wanting to play a lot of video games. <laughs> I thought we were going to do Brink again. <laughs> also, I feel like another shot is fired at me, just for the record. <laughs> Because I play video games online for people, but continue. Buckle up, BK. Your your stream will come up. So your stream will come up, BK. So be prepared. So what I want to do, I want to talk about video games. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about old ones, mm-hmm. the kind of nostalgia ones, current ones, streaming, just the full gambit. Gambit. The full gambit. The gambit. Video game trying to be. Have I? No, I'm saying so. We're our next talk is on every video game ever. Yes, mm-hmm. our favorite. old games, new games, trying to play games and be an adult. Okay, okay. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to play even more video games this week. Get ready. Taylor, it's gonna be an anthology for sure. It's gonna have to be like ten episodes. That's maybe what yeah, you're for. Well, with that, I mean, my friends. I think it's time for the outro. The drop I might actually hit. <laughs> I'm the one doing it. But anyway, if you guys are not already, be sure to follow us on Twitter at We Used to Podcast. You can email us at fans at we used to work together.com. And wherever you listen, drop a five star review. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.